The Hamlet Podcast, episode 104. Hello and welcome to this exploration of Shakespeare's Hamlet with me, your host, Conor Hanrity. This week, we start one of the most startling and difficult scenes of the play, which takes place in Gertrude's private quarters in the palace. There's been a good deal of build-up to it as Hamlet has been summoned and Polonius has arranged to eavesdrop from behind a curtain, as seems to be his preferred method of secret surveillance. The scene begins as Polonius explains all of this to Gertrude. He says, He will come straight. Look, you lay home to him. Tell him his pranks have been too broad to bear with, and that your grace has screened and stood between much heat and him. I'll sconce me even here. Pray you, be round with him. As is so often the case, we join the scene in mid-conversation. Polonius insists that Hamlet will come straight. He'll be here any minute now. He encourages Gertrude to be forthright with him, to lay home to him that his pranks have gone quite far enough, and indeed that she has protected him from some serious trouble. He uses the interesting image of a fire screen that stands before a hearth to protect the home from the direct heat of the blaze. We can assume by this that Gertrude has been sticking up for Hamlet in the face of Claudius's anger. Polonius is encouraging her to let Hamlet know this, that he is in deeper trouble than perhaps he thinks he is. The statesman explains where he will hide. I'll sconce me even here. Pray you, he encourages her, be round with him. Just as he told Ophelia to be round with Hamlet several scenes ago, now he tells Gertrude to do the same. Things are already tense in the aftermath of the play, and surely Gertrude is stressed enough without having to cover for Polonius sneakily hiding behind a tapestry in the corner. We hear Hamlet approaching, shouting, Mother! 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 from off stage. Eager to get Polonius out of the way, she agrees to his plan. I'll warrant you. Fear me not. Withdraw. I hear him coming. This is all fairly self-explanatory there. Polonius hides himself just in time for the curtain to settle as Hamlet enters. And he says, Now, mother, what's the matter? There's a great range of options for how Hamlet might deliver this. Mocking, aggressive, or perhaps playing dumb or even innocent, eagerly wanting to know what might be troubling his dear mother. The queen doesn't mince her words and comes straight out with it. Hamlet, thou hast thy father much offended. This is possibly the worst thing to say to Hamlet right now, calling Claudius his father, and he snaps back immediately. Mother, you have my father much offended. Gertrude has been gently familiar using thou, but Hamlet hardens his response by converting to you, the more formal, more distant turn of phrase. His point here is that the offence isn't to Claudius, but to the husband she has disrespected by marrying his brother. Gertrude is fed up with this line of attack from Hamlet and she dismisses him. Come, come, you answer with an idle tongue. She's had enough of Hamlet's idle tongue, his lazy outbursts. Hamlet again twists her words. She said, come, come, so he snaps back. Go, go, you question with a wicked tongue. He's throwing everything back in her face. Come becomes go, answer becomes question. Go, go, was not a phrase that had any meaning, it's just Hamlet twisting and inverting her words. Whatever about Hamlet being idle, it's much more menacing to state outright that Gertrude is wicked. This takes the wind out of her sails, and she asks, Why, how now, Hamlet? 
This is a fairly nonsensical outburst. Gertrude is just a bit shocked. Mocking her further, Hamlet answers this with the same question again, asking, what's the matter now? Hamlet is very worked up, but there's menacing clarity to his thoughts. He's not going to give Gertrude an inch. Remember that he's been talking about drinking hot blood and channeling that famous mother killer, Nero. Gertrude is wise to be alarmed. She asks, have you forgot me? Don't forget who you're talking to, she's saying. I am your mother and the queen. Hamlet answers, no, by the rude, not so. This is as much of a curse as a stage character can get away with. By the cross of Christ, he says, he has not forgotten. He lists exactly who she is. You are the queen, your husband's brother's wife, and, would it were not so, you are my mother. Hamlet's not going to win any feminist points here by identifying a woman only by the men in her life, but his point is to vilify Gertrude for her choices and insist that Claudius isn't the wronged king. He's refusing to let her off the hook, refusing to let her forget his father. And he compounds the offensive by wishing that she wasn't his mother. Gertrude is no fool, and she can see that Hamlet is unlikely to listen to her in this mood. She perhaps raises her voice here, either for the attention of any servant that might be outside, or indeed for Polonius behind the arras. Nay then, I'll set those to you that can speak. If Hamlet is in this kind of a mood, she'll have him dealt with by those who can stand up to him. Hamlet is unmoved by this. Come, come, and sit you down. You shall not budge. You go not till I set you up a glass where you may see the inmost part of you. This is maybe the scariest line that Hamlet says in the play. He forces Gertrude to sit down and tells her she isn't going anywhere. She will not be leaving the room until she takes a long, hard look at herself. He's suggesting that he'll set up a glass or a mirror for her to do a little introspection. The line should be chilling. Obviously, Hamlet is in this particularly bleak mental state and he frightens Gertrude enough to make her think he might actually kill her. She says, What wilt thou do? Thou wilt not murder me. Help! Help, ho! As ever, there is room for nuance here. Perhaps Gertrude isn't really in fear of her life and is only shouting this for the benefit of those who might hear her. But personally, I think it has to be intense. Hamlet really is at breaking point, and given what is about to happen, it doesn't make any sense if he's not really frightening his mother. She's screaming, worried about what he's going to do, worried that he might actually murder her. It's only natural that she should call for help. The question is, is Polonius prepared to make himself known? Is he even armed? And is he any match for Hamlet in this state? As ever, we shall save all of that for the next episode. Thank you, as always, for tuning in, and do be sure to spread the word with any folks you think might enjoy the podcast too. Hamlet is on the Leaving Certificate course this year in Ireland, and I hope that it will continue to be a useful resource for students and even teachers alike. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter and on Instagram at Hamlet Podcast, and the website is, of course, thehamletpodcast.com. I'll speak to you next time.